What's up, everyone? This is Press X Start Podcast, Season 5, Episode 32. Press X Start Podcast is an audio and video podcast seeking to transform the video game media landscape through an undeserved and protected point of view. Restorative justice for the underrepresented programmers, developers, and consumers. And that is more important than ever right now as we are watching Activision Blizzard just freeze over like a blizzard. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, that wasn't your best. Wow. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I, I am your host, DJ, a.k.a. Sexy Bad Choices, a.k.a. the man with the new webcam. So make sure you check out the audio, the video. I said video, which is actually kind of funny because right now our Discord video is giving me the pixelation. Yeah, like, I wasn't going to say anything when you said you brought a brand new camera. Yeah. You look like yeah. you're in a Japanese porn. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to fix that. And uh, what about you know, Big Daddy D? <laughs> where'd that go <laughs> big daddy d ain't go nowhere marcus i'm right here <laughs> i'm betting for you DJ, it's just like a, an internet issue yeah i think it is because right now um my my desktop and my laptop are both wireless connections i probably need to wire that in and uh, yeah, i'm gonna have to figure that out there's a lot of stuff that's connected to that poor wi-fi box upstairs poor thing uh yeah but that's that's who I, oh yeah um um did you know just to make uh, the rest of the cast a little smoother, I'm just going to go ahead and say this right now. Aloy from Horizon is coming to Genshin Impact, and I am excited. I think I said it already, but I don't give a fuck. You said it twice already. This is probably the third time we've mentioned this. Oh, did I? Oh. Well, did you know I happen to forget things? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We're all very aware. <laughs> and, 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 and who are you, Sean? Sean! <laughs> It wasn't me this time. It wasn't me this time. It was GJ. How? Who was the dare you? For you see what I did there? Jeez. I carried my joke of forgetting things. Oh, you son of a. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your heavyweight champion from a wish nigga wood, California. Actually, from a wish nigga wood, California this time. Hey. <laughs> AKA the janitor because we watch niggas. AKA Metal Mouth Marcus. AKA Midside Sedan. Uh, Marcus Ellison. <laughs> Does that mean that you got junk in your trunk? <laughs> I'm gonna lie, that mid-sized sedan thing got me. <laughs> Everything else was very rote, but mid-sized sedan came out of nowhere. I'm like, so he, so he's a car. <laughs> <laughs> Who next? It's your boy Jordan, a.k.a. JXBot, a.k.a. The Last Psychonaut, a.k.a. The First Spartan. Oh. Wait, you're the last Psychonaut and the first Spartan? Cross. Multiverse. Bullshit. Oh, snaps. Jordan's in the... Are you a Nexus being? Is it just you, or do you have, like, cousins? Oh, variants? No, my variants are way better than me. Did you just ask him (laughs) if he had cousins? Let's just move past it. Let's just move past it. (laughs) Hi, I'm Avery. <laughs> <laughs> Never gets old. Never gets old. Oh my gosh. So with us being introduced, um, I'm going to go ahead and do the housekeeping because, you know, that's the thing that we do. Don't forget to donate to the Palestine Charity Drive. You just go to pressx2start.com slash Palestine and do it. So the Gamescom recap. So that was a thing that happened. Well, specifically, we're going to talk about opening night live. And then, you know, we'll just we're going to discuss the games that was there because there was a lot of games and we're going to handpick the real treasures out the group. 
And we're not going to go in any particular order. The order we're actually going to go is from um, this user from the, I don't even know his name. Anyways, thank you. Uh, I'm not even going to try that. Uh, thank you, sir, for um, noting all the games on the uh, opening night live YouTube video. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, okay. So first up, Saints Row. This was interesting. I think we had a conversation about this. Did we have a conversation about this? We in the Discord. Yes, we, we definitely did. Yep. Marcus okay. brought some points. Yes, 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 yes. So Saints Rose got rebooted, and it it, it looks interesting. Mm. It, looks it looks like Watch Dogs Two is what it looks like. <laughs> Watch Dogs Two is great. What are you talking about? I know, but I like Watch Dogs Two. It being like Watch Dogs Two. True. Okay. So. Here's the thing. Yes, it looks like Watch Dogs 2, but I don't necessarily think you can get away from looking like Watch Dogs 2 because Watch Dogs 2 is very much, now forgive me for saying this, but Watch Dogs 2 is very much like white bread. Okay? You have the, the black, black guy that black is alt black or whatever, and then you have the rest of the people that are cool, and it's like a techie thing. And at this point in time in our history of gaming you have to have tech in your yeah, open world because it's weird if you don't I, you don't necessarily well wait wait you don't necessarily want to play the the black character as the stereotypical black character because we're sensitive to that how now. is stereotypically black and i'm saying you don't want to play like the stereotypical like like ah i'm a, I'm a big black guy i shoot guns baby bang uh, nigga. like you, you don't want to you don't want to play franklin from gta there we go. No, yeah. what you want to do is make sure your character has character. So even if they are a stereotypical black person, they still make sense. Like Franklin or Lincoln from Mafia 3, who shoot a lot of guns <laughs> and they have really good character. Franklin only only worked from GTA because he had Lamar's. No, no Franklin also had no. desires and a background and like he wasn't just but nigga number three. Yeah, Franklin, the story arc was not indicative on Lamar's presence. Like Lamar, was he was Jesse Pinkman to to Michael's Walter White. Like that's that's what he was. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I apologize. I got the characters confused. Oh, but you yes, you you right, you, right. you Franklin, confused Franklin. Lamar with Franklin because you're a racist. Yeah, I did. I did. I. <laughs> you're damn right. I <laughs> no, but I, I get what you're saying with tech. But my thing is like, yeah. Well, mm, what, go ahead, Avery. I, I I'm gonna push back on the tech thing. Because it inherently, Watch Dogs was a very modern to advanced tech aesthetic. Like, these were characters who would live in a tech aesthetic. The only thing they share with the Watch Dogs 2 characters in that regard is that the developers have described their gang as a startup. But they exactly. haven't said, like, they're not building robots, you're not yeah. hacking, you seem to be doing the well, same gang stuff you did in Saint Row. Minus the superpowers. But what, what I mean when yes. I say it feels like Watch Dogs is the fact that these characters like i don't buy these characters as like badasses like they're saying that they're supposed to be i'm just like all of these characters to me seem like uh i don't know characters from archer or something like that where it just <laughs> it, i don't know what it is it feels like they're trying too hard and maybe i'm the only person that well, feels like thing, that though. but here's it the feels thing. like they're trying too hard you're actually you're actually correct on that and another thing real quick um about watch dogs too I played like five minutes of it, but that's the side point. Um, you didn't. <laughs> I did not. I, I, I don't like Watch Dogs. I don't like the controls oh of it. God. it. I don't. Let's not litigate this. Let's talk yeah, about the game. Yeah, DJ, you, you don't like the controls of any game. So. <laughs> yeah. 
We've established that. No, no. <laughs> unless, no unless like, he, likes, he likes the controls of Genshin Impact and Gundam. And Dragon's Dogma. And Dragon's Dogma. Yeah. <laughs> Tekken got pretty good controls. But uh, anyways. Um, I agree on that one. <laughs> you better. But uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so. But no, I, I get what you're talking about, DJ. I think my. But wait, 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 real quick. I, I just want to touch on Marcus's previous point about them trying too hard. I think. That is the point because they are a startup and they are a startup to try to make their own drug or weapons. They're, they're trying to make their own like illicit. Um, they're trying to be a gang. They're trying to be a gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's one of those things where like they are obviously too young to do this. And it is I, I think there is a joke happening there where it's just like these are people who aren't necessarily cut to do this but they're mm-hmm. still trying to do it because they're trying to pay off their student loans okay and I, the student loan thing is is a funny uh side to it because it's just like yeah you gotta do whatever you gotta do to pay off the student loans and it, it i just don't think that that part was played part. um too well in in yeah, i think <laughs> I, I will say this and i'm not a huge saints row person like i haven't played like all the saints row games but osmosis and like because avery was a for a little bit big on Saints Row, Jordan big on Saints Row. Like there was things that I knew about intrinsically about Saints Row. So when yeah. they rebooted the game and dropped this, I'm like, this is not what Saints Row fans yeah, wanted. Yeah. This is absolute. So, okay, so I I have a problem with this game inherently, but from a different angle than Marcus does. When they showed off this game, mm-hmm. they showed off these four main characters. And at first, I didn't know who you were playing as. Mm-hmm. Like, that for original trailer doesn't give you any indication who is the main character, who is the boss. And then right after the fact, they yeah. introduced the boss by introducing her actress, who is a black woman. And so, oh, I think the boss is going to be this character. And I'm like, oh, there's going to be some actual depth and, like, authorship with this character. And then immediately afterwards, like, I want to say, like, hours afterwards, when they showed off, like, a gameplay, like, sizzle reel. They made sure to tell you, everyone, oh, you're able to create the boss any way you look. And they showed like, a mm-hmm. brief glimpse of, oh, bunch, bunch of variants of the boss. I'm man. like, oh, this is incredibly disappointing. Because now, essentially, instead of making a character, you're like, no, you as the player decide what this character is. And for me, going into this narrative and what this character is, and especially comparing it to Watch Dogs, which is what Marcus brought up initially, is like, oh, this seems infinitely more uninteresting. Because mm. odds are this boss is, isn't going to have a very fleshed out background. Right. Because they can't, because the background has to be vague enough that you, as a player, can throw whatever thing you want on it. The trying out the, the voice actors for the boss ultimately doesn't mean anything. When If I'm going on my old Strange Snow knowledge, that game is going to have six variations of voices. One black, one white. No, one black, two white, in both genders and variations. And, and if... Uh, uh, the last, I want to say, Baldur's Gate game that came out, the indication I know of the player base is they're going to pick the most generic version of this character to exist. Yeah. So while it's great from a marketing standpoint that they have this character as the front and center of this game, I'm incredibly disappointed they just didn't commit to say, we are doing this with this character going forward. Yeah, I mean, it's going back to even Saints Row 3. When I think like Saints Row 3, may, in my opinion, is like the pinnacle of the franchise. I mean, I, I, play, I played for... And I didn't do get out of hell. I didn't. I didn't take that fucking agents of whatever the fuck that game was called. Agent Mayhem is lit, but it's just 
This is going to be an open world game where, like, fundamentally, Saints Row has always been a game where you kind of do the same mission across the city over and over again as a way to, quote unquote, take over the city. There isn't that much variation. Mm. And seeing this game, even though there is a bit of an estimation of how long they were making it, it coming out in February doesn't really seem like it's going to be a super in-depth open world game. Yeah. Like, if that is the case where too, yeah. it's close to the original series, it being you go over here and do flying mission, you go over here and do mayhem mission, you go over here and do a story mission to progress the overall arc of you being the best in the city or whatever the fuck. Yeah, it's not going to have that much depth. So them having to Avery's desires, like that cohesive individual that is being developed, I don't think that this this franchise is conducive to that. It's always been that make it again, even though that would have been nice. It's going to be like that. Hey, you know, what, what, what color hair do you want? Yeah. And it's also kind of weird how similar the gangs are to the cyberpunk. I mean, factions that had like, me tickling. No, to the to the point that of like me. we've got the muscle gang, and then yeah. we've got the, which is the animals, and then we've got the like. Yeah, I'm hey, like I love the muscly waifus. Don't get me wrong. To be fair, they don't have the race <laughs> politics of cyberpunk down to just glosses over. Mm-hmm. No, of course, yeah. Well, it's yeah, just, yeah, it's yeah, just. Yeah. I just remember looking at that, and I'm like, huh. Yeah, I will give them this though. The backdrop is interesting. Like the the uh, was it Out West? Yeah, like that's actually a legitimate the, the nomad path backdrop. of cyberpunk yeah. is what you're talking about. Is exactly, yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah. 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 Uh, I better run into Pan Am <laughs> and I will, uh, whip out my dildo blade. <laughs> Pan Am. But no, in all seriousness, despite my uh, my reservations about this game, I am a Saints Row fan. Nothing made me happier to know this game existed. Yeah. Nothing made me happier to see it in all its glory. I'm going to buy and play this game. I don't think it's going to, based on my interpretation of Saints Row and the reboot and the grounding it of it in the reboot, I don't think it's going to reach the heights of Saints Row in the past. I think this this y'all gonna get a seven point five. Yes, this game very much. So it'll be fun though. So so real quick, it's gonna be fun. I, I, I think fun. I think we need to wait until like you know maybe trailer number two. DJ, I said <laughs> this y'all gonna get a seven. Like here's the thing. Point, this game looked like a seven point five. <laughs> I want to point this out. It looks like a PS4 game. Yeah, yep. you're not wrong on that. It it they doesn't sure do. look great. Yeah, but yeah. Okay, we're going a little long on the tooth on this game. We're, yeah. we're going to jump because we got it. We got a couple more games to cover. Uh, the next game on this list is Marvel's Midnight Sun. So, Avery. Oh, boy. I have never been more fucking excited for a trailer to come out, dude. Like, the minute, the minute I'm like, oh, the Avengers? Oh, wait, this song? Midnight Suns? Robbie Reyes is Ghost Rider? Nico Minoru from the Runaways, Magic. This game is awesome. And then I had to like take a step back when they're like, "Here's the Hunter, your creative yep. character." I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> yeah. I was no, because I legit went into Google. And I was like, "Who is this kid?" Oh, that's you. That's your mind. avatar. <laughs> I thought it was another deep cut Marvel. Like, because the weirdest thing about this, before we go any further, the weirdest thing about this is how they went just enough into the deep cut to bring like Robbie Reyes, Ghost Rider, Nico, you know, Blade, and then decided to chicken out and make Iron Man, Wolverine, and Captain America Midnight Suns. And I'm like, okay, no. Wait, wait, I mean, wait, Marcus, Marcus Avery, don't you want to be Blade's best friend? No, motherfucker, I want to be Blade. (laughs) 
<laughs> here's the thing. Here's the thing. I completely respect what you guys are saying right now. But when I saw this thing, I was like, oh, mm-hmm. bet. This looks great. No, like, I, That's because you're not a nerd, DJ. <laughs> you see these glasses, my friend? You see these glasses? I'm, DJ, I'm 100%. <laughs> but wait, 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 wait. When, when the trailer continued to play and they had that walkout scene where they showed the highlights off of Wolverine's costumes and it was like ruin yeah. based. The fear itself costume. I was like, you have me at this man. Like, what? And then they showed all the all the uh, costumes. I was like, oh, it definitely it definitely looks yeah, cool for thing. sure. Even though it's a a little music snobbery of me, it's kind of weird that they didn't use the actual Metallica theme. <laughs> yeah, it was a cover. Was a cover oh, of I, was like, all right. well, I mean, I, like, I, I oh, didn't know. I didn't, okay, I didn't pay attention. I, I didn't realize it all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you don't like rock, DJ. Shut up. <laughs> but no. Uh, okay, so uh, <laughs> you, you, you so the Midnight Suns are a very <laughs> low tier Marvel supernatural superhero team that's got like Moon Knight, Blade, Hannibal King, Werewolf by Night. I think it was co-opted later on to be a more progressive, like mainstream to, uh, magical superhero team. So you get mm-hmm. like a Doctor Strange and stuff in there. But like when they announced magic. Ma- magic and stuff like that, and I'm like, oh, that's really cool. But then like I'm with Marcus to chicken out with those characters is like I get why they're there. They're there so the game will sell. Right. But yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. there's so like, many. They've got a Moon Knight show coming out, dude. Why is it Moon Knight yeah, in the yeah, group? Yeah. That's a good point. Um, the, Loki the, the just other... came out, and Loki would fit better into this group of characters than fucking Captain Marvel. Right! Oh, Mar- yeah, Loki, would that be pretty cool? Mm-hmm. So the one thing that I, I was kind of like, it, I was not taking it back by, but I was like, oh, that's interesting. That because the Hunter is a creative character, bullshit. they went with the generic white woman with black hair. And I was just like, that's interesting. I think they did that so that when the character screamed out mother to Lilith, who is, let's just say, a white woman with like fucking horns, oh. it would track more than someone's yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. green skin Hulk-like character being like, mother. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, mother-in-law <laughs> no, like i like the part that didn't the, uh, the part with captain america iron man captain marvel that didn't incense me that much like i'm like okay i get it they're there to sell mm. wolverine they're there to sell it was a hunter being a creative character oh my mm. y'all could have done anything and so yeah i, I yeah i i i okay yeah. so i i'm not necessarily that doesn't bother me only because you're playing as this character mm-hmm. that they made for the game, and the character is going to be interacting with the characters that we know. So it's yeah. it's I I I I am just interested to see like what is the skill set of this hunter, like how is that going to work? Because I think for me that's going to be what's more important than what my face looks like, other than beautiful. I mean, how like what's the core gameplay of this? Like that's the real question because we don't have any point of reference. Is it going to be Marvel's Ultimate Alliance? Because they said it's not going to be XCOM. No, they, they said it was going to be turn-based, but they said it wasn't going to be like XCOM. I'm reading it. It's going to be more either like a Valkyria Chronicles. Mm. Fire Emblem. Or, 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 a, uh, or it's going to be XCOM, but they're just going to take out all the bigger systems of XCOM. It's going to be an isometric view of a like tactical you know, already turned RPG. Me off. Kind of <laughs> I'm so tired yeah, of the yeah. word isometric. But how often do you hear isometric? Every, every, what the hell? All the time with indie <laughs> games now. All the oh, time. Oh, the indie games. Yes, yes, yes. You're right. You're right. I'm like, who? What friends are you keeping? They're just screaming <laughs> isometric in your ear. The I in indie games means isometric. <laughs> you just did Wandavision. Why isn't the Scarlet Witch into this? Right, Scarlet Witch, right there. But what I'll say is this as well. One of my least favorite things right now is the need to put. I love create a character. 
but in certain places it just doesn't need to be a thing like Mm -hmm. just make the hunter an original character do that we don't need her to be us we don't need to inject ourselves into the they just did a good job of that with kamala khan in the marvel's avengers game just like they don't need to do that yeah marcus to that point well they needed they needed her in 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 the marvel's avengers game because she was the reason why people buy that game not necessarily no no, no, she was not the reason she was not the reason no Uh, but no but marcus to that point here's the thing she was the best part of that game she was I don't want I, I don't want the hunter to be an original character. I think that's dumb. But if the hunter was an original character that they actually spent time building a character for, the chances of that character transforming to other parts of Marvel medium Increase. is yep. higher than it being just a random character called the hunter who could be anything. Yep. Like they're saying that the hunter true. is a child of Lilith. Who's that? Lilith is a very low tier Marvel villain Damn. who's got a very high tier back pedigree. There's no runs of Marvel where Lilith is the main villain. Yeah, actually, Lilith was created before Eve, and Lilith that's the was, biblical Lilith. You was, uh, Philistine. Was, uh... <laughs> <laughs> this man called right. him a Philistine. <laughs> uh, okay, okay, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, the next game we're gonna talk about is Call of Duty Vanguard. So you mean Activision's Distraction? So here's the thing. This was very, very interesting to watch, and not not specifically to watch the trailer because the trailer, of course, was great. Because you know the Call of Duty does good, you know, gameplay trailers, or whatever. What was really interesting for me to watch is how quickly it turned so many people's heads, and they're like, "Oh, I'm getting this game!" Like, "Oh, I'm getting this game!" And it was just like, I kind of remember y'all like really thinking about if y'all gonna support Activision like last week, and then it's just like a well, quick you know. switch. Yeah, the internet is very fickle. But here's the thing, though. There's here's a lot the of thing. overnight activists out there. I completely understand because watching this trailer, I was like, God damn, I'm, I'm really going to risk my morals for this game. I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of weird and ironic mm. that, you know, Sledgehammer, they just did Call of Duty World War II, right? Like, it was supposed to be the definitive mm-hmm. Call of Duty World War game. That's how they're putting up as it to be. With Call of Duty Vanguard, it seems like they're going the vignette style that battlefield did for both battlefield one and five yep and they are borrowing that game and it's like <laughs> all right it's cool we got north africa you know we got egypt and we got the pacific theater but we've we've been to north africa and past call of duty games you know we've been to japan and past call of duty games so yeah yeah like i think it was call of duty 2 some missions were in north africa okay. Um, oh, oh, okay. But that's eons ago, though. I know, but it's like, you know, I mean, like, pe- people seem to be excited for it. We'll see how this impacts Warzone, because it's going to be a Warzone effect to this game. But, yeah, more World War Two for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, World War Two weapons suck, but... No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Like, that's... They, they, they have, like, fucking, um, <laughs> like, red, red dot reticles on uh, Tommy guns. I'm like, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Taking liberties. Right. Is that the Call of Duty multiverse? What's going on? Well, Battlefield <laughs> 1 did the same thing. Oh, yeah. But, like, the... Okay, so, Call of Duty Vanguard, um, from my understanding, this is supposed to be the... the it's, it's, it's tied around four people in co-op experience. I think, I think they're, gonna, they're shooting for co-op experience. But um, it's basically it's supposed to be, like, the start of the Special Forces. So, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of guessing that each player has their specialty kind of thing. So mm-hmm. we the gameplay trailer they showed at Gamescom was following uh Polinka Petrovka? Polina Polina Petrovka. And she's like the sniper. 
So like Petrovska. Yeah. So her kit was. I think she had the. I'm not sure if that was a, a shotgun it was or a, like. It's designated marksman rifle. It was probably designated. Okay. Probably, okay. Yeah. Okay. That with the sniper rifle. So like that, the gameplay was really cool, and they kind of jumped to like other stuff. But it's one of those things where it's just like, man, this is really good, but it's it's just more Call of Duty. And mm-hmm. I just want to I, I want to see I want to see more so the multiplayer at the side of it because they said there's going to be like 20 maps that launches with it. I mean, if we're being real, like for the foreseeable future, every Call of Duty is just going to be more Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, that's very true though. I think. All right, next game. Yeah. No, so I, I think nope, there might be some holdouts okay. for the next Modern Warfare title because um, now they've rebooted that franchise. Like oh, okay. trying to, yeah. that's kind of like their right. Big like, okay, here's the games between them, between Modern Warfare. Not trying to say this game's gonna be bad, but yeah. mm-hmm. in terms of how you know they 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 went, they went on record saying they have like seven fucking studios working on these Call of Duty games. Like that's <laughs> that's all they have. So oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, yeah. You know, when, when we come around to the next. Modern Warfare, I'll be there. Blizzard's gonna be a Call of Duty studio soon too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I skip Treyarch games. That's the games that I skip. I don't. I don't like them. I don't like them. Anyways, Fair next enough. game we're talking about is well, kind of game. Halo Infinite. Um, they didn't really show <laughs> much of anything here. Halo I mean, Infinite about to be a car with no wheels when it comes hey, out. Keep keep that same energy. Well, a car with about three and a half wheels. You know. I gotta say. <laughs> Keep that same energy. <laughs> a, a car with three and a half wheels and no passenger seat. <laughs> look, look, Jordan. No, no, Jordan, no, no, all I'll say is this. If, the, if, if, I, if I find out if I find out that uh, Master Chief is punching missiles in the game, then I'll give you all the props. <laughs> no one is as bold or is as intelligent to put that in the game. But <laughs> it still should be pretty fun. I will say though, I really enjoyed the the trailer they showed. I was I confused. That was That's a really my issue. Cool trailer. I was very confused as well because I'm like, oh, cool, they're gonna show some single player content here. Like, no, this is just a trailer for our multiplayer suite. And I'm like, <laughs> psych. No, I was no, I, I was I was confused by the content of the trailer. When I saw fucking Big Ben and some brutes and elites running around, I'm like, did did, did the Covenant invade Earth again? Like, were we not prepared? <laughs> Where's the Infinity? <laughs> who's who's not doing their job? That's what I was about, but it's how it was a flashback. But then I was like, "God damn, the Covenant made it all the way to fucking Europe!" Like, damn, they were fucking us good in Halo Three. They were, they were, they were <laughs> it, it all was over true, the place. By Halo Three, we were like, we were working together against Grave Mind, and the and that was a whole thing. Yeah, the whole Big Ben stuff kind of <laughs> reminded me of that one section of uh, Mass Effect Three. Oh, yeah, <laughs> fuck you, Marcus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, oh my gosh. So this, we, what we got out of this was them announcing a lot of Halo 20th anniversary stuff, like a Halo uh, mm-hmm. uh, themed uh, Series X, and then a Master Chief themed controller, which was dope. Sold out immediately. So that's that's a whole thing for collectors out there. The, uh, but the more interesting thing is that they gave a date for the game, which was I want to say December eighth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which is ironically not ironically day after Dying Light, which was showcased at the Xbox conference the day before. Which is like, okay, that's a communication you guys need to have between your studio and the people <laughs> promoting you. But man, Dying Light about to take a fat L. Per our last Yikes. conversation, just straight up, like, this is a game coming in hot. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the fact that not only did they not show off any single player content again, here, but then I, apparently they've released in a blog post that we're not going to show any single player content till before the game is coming out, which is like, okay. <laughs> Like, we don't need a vertical slice. We just need to see the game running. Well, 
And for their credit, at least their explanation, they're like, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into debuting content or, you know, doing... 100%. Like, uh... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. What, what, what they call it, like, showcases. So they're like, Phil Spencer and Matt Booty have big fucking Groot hammers, like, just smashing the desks. Get back in there. Right. And it, to them, it's more important that they work on the content versus working on a slice for this show. With them, like, cool, I don't need a slice. Yeah. Show me, like, just raw gameplay playing. <laughs> Show me that the single player exists. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I right? think, you know, in, in their minds, it's probably also a thing where it's just like, this is going to be on Game Pass, so we don't necessarily need to quote unquote market this game. It's Halo. Everyone knows Halo. If you want to play it, you're going to, if you're going to have Game Pass, so just jump on there and play it. But yeah, which is, but that gets to my, my thing I think I talked about last week is that I didn't know, I didn't last week I talked about it earlier, like delay the single player. Like, you're already saying that you're announcing the multiplayer, the multiplayer is coming out free to play, it's going to be probably the most popular part of this game. Just put the single player out there after the fact, after you're 100% sure it's going to be shaping up. Well, like, it's, it's two, two parts of it, right? Like, there's single player by yourself, and there's co-op, mm-hmm. and what they're attributing to is the lack of RAM for the, for the last Xbox One, because you'll be able to do co-op with Xbox One people, PC people, and serious people at the same time, so them not having it optimized for all systems wasn't going to work. It's kind of like Cyberpunk. To Interesting. Which Cyberpunk worked on PCs and what's that? Uh, the, the PS5 and, and, and Series X, but the last-gen consoles just wasn't there. Like this, We're still hobbling into ninth generation. So these cross-games are just, you know, yeah. and, you know, to, to God of War and, and Horizon's credit, they are going to, you know, be playable on all systems. But I am... I'm not gonna say I'm worried about Halo, but I am interested to see how it turns out. <laughs> I will say you're amongst friends being worried about Halo at this point. Like I've been worried for a while after the original <laughs> demo, and I've been a little I've been a little bit salty since they've not showed me the single player, which is all I'm going to do when I get this game. But I'm just like I, at this point, I'm rooting for a seven. Wow, seven's gonna be better than seven. Get out of here. I don't think it's gonna get seven. I think it's gonna be. Somewhere in the eight range, the the eighties. I would think it would be somewhere in the eight range. I would think it would be somewhere. I would be rooting for an eight if this was a three four three, making a single player after the last couple. Which, but the, the, the last the last couple's got eights also in the Metacritic score. So the last couple's did well. And they're making a brand new type of game. They're not just making a linear experience. They're making an open world S yeah, game, which part, yeah. needs to have. Yeah. They're, they're just they're just screw strappings there. I think the multiplayer is going to be a ten. The single player is going to be seven. It's going to even out to like an eight point five, which we all know that's a win for Microsoft, right there. <laughs> <laughs> we still got Forza, 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 Forza. So, uh, the the biggest game of the night, which was. Cult of the Lamb. Why was not the biggest game of the night? What? What the fuck? No, it's not. It's not. How do you remember that game? But this this game was really this was really interesting because this came. I believe this actually came after Halo. Yes, it came out immediately after Halo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was it was one of those things where just like, what is this? But then the premise is essentially you are this lamb. You were in a cult, and the cult leader decided to execute you. Sacrifice they executed you. you. Sacrifice you. Sacrifice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you went to, I guess, heaven or hell or whatever, and you were bestowed demon prowess, and you came back to the earthly realm, and you just started fucking up everything, and then you nice. start your own cult. And then now that you have this own cult, you have followers, and you have to make sure the followers stay in line, and they will bestow, they, they'll pray to you, and that will empower you 
to become stronger, but you also have to deal with false prophets in your cult. You know, you know what that this reminds me of? Good and evil. It's so crazy. What good and that evil? That reminds me of I am Jesus Christ. No, good, good, good and evil. That old <laughs> Peter Molyneux game. Yeah, Lionhead Studio. Yeah. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> what part exactly? <laughs> 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 but um yeah so uh the best part about this and marcus i know you'll absolutely love it it's a uh sort of a isometric view where you're you know you're kind of <laughs> i swear to god if i hear that word one more god yeah, let me let me scroll down this list real quick uh for your no, game of the year consideration right. an isometric view in the game <laughs> so yeah that was that. The next game dj yeah we're gonna jump ahead we're gonna talk about riots republic um i'm just bringing this up because they announced that they're going to go into open beta which i believe that gives me um a car bunch to uh um, do some talking in the what we've been playing section but yeah riots republic it's a pretty cool game where you get to snowboard bike race and fly with rocket wings at the same time all right, next game. Star Wars, uh, I almost said Star Wars, Star Walker Saga. Star Wars, Skywalker Saga. Yay. Um, why, are we, why are we talking about this? Because I highlighted it and it's going to be great. That's all I got to say. I love, I love Lego Star Wars. I love Legos. I love Lego Star Wars. It's going to be great. Yay. This, I will say, I, I played like one Lego Star Wars <laughs> game and it was like, ah, this is cool. But like this actually. Then you played them all. Yeah, I'm probably yeah, you're probably right. But like this actually looked really, really, really good, and it it kind of surprised me because generally I do kind of have that same um, glaze experience that Marcus is uh, is doing right now. <laughs> but like it, it was like you know what this actually looks pretty polished, and on top of that, it's all of them are, are um like couch co-op, right? Yeah. So yeah. I can finally give Finn the story arc that he deserves. <laughs> and Lego form. No, he's going to have the exact same story. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm going to put him on. I'm going to put him on Camino. I swear to God. All right. <laughs> the next game that uh, we are going to talk about is Synced Off Planet. Uh, I just want to only highlight this because, from a trailer standpoint and like a world standpoint, this game immediately gave me uh, binary domain vibes. Yep. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I like binary mm-hmm. domain, so I'm just going to keep it moving. Binary Domain was pretty cool. It was uh, it was uh, yeah. underrated. This or not underrated, yes. overlooked. Okay, yeah, yeah. When I when I saw this trailer, I was like, man, isn't this 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 looks really really similar to that game that they showed a while ago? And the trailer got all the way to the point where the main character got outside. I was like, oh, that's the same game. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, this this is this is interesting. So essentially, the premise of this is nanotech has uh essentially taken over the planet or maybe the solar system no specifically oh, no. Planet, they're you, trying to get off the world the, yeah. is it a planet oh right okay yeah you're right the title is called off planet so amazing that's a that's a fault on my own but um essentially the main character and i guess a couple other people have figured out how to reprogram the nanobots so you can have your own metabot and then you can use your metabot to fight the other metabots and then you can i i'm gonna um, i'm gonna i'm gonna push back (laughs) on you using the term metabot metabot specifically (laughs) talks about using a metal to control your robot metabot (laughs) robot i love metabot meta b was my man (laughs) <laughs> Meta B was the shit. Meta B was a not real racist. <laughs> not racist. 
He was super into watermelons, not race with anyone. Oh, <laughs> uh, there was problems there. There was okay. problems there. But yes, uh, this game is not racist because you play a um, white man, or maybe Probably. it's a creative character. We'll know. White man, <laughs> there's a place you can go. I said, white man. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, that's that. It's a you know, it's a third person shooter. You, you do a lot of shooting, and then you can reprogram uh, robots to do things for you, like uh, fix you a sandwich. Next game <laughs> is... Everyone, I'm here to talk about the gospel of Dokev. Yes, yes. AKA the greatest game trailer I have ever seen. <laughs> As of right now, we don't know exactly how to pronounce this game, but it's either Dokev or Dokevi. Uh, I'm going to call it... Or it's Doke 5. Dookie V. Oh, Doke 5. Dookie V. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> Dokev, a.k.a. Dookie V, a.k.a. Dookie, <laughs> is what it's not, actually. It is... This trailer was fantastic. It gave me yep. all of the life. It went from, like, oh, this is, this is real bright to, like, this is really bright to, like, why that black kid looks so ashy? What the hell? Why'd they do that to him? <laughs> Man, <laughs> I got I got an image I'm actually going to put up on our uh, podcast uh, Instagram chat because like I, I was I was appalled mainly because in one of the screenshots, it had the ashy black kid and then it had this black girl that was wearing a wig for some reason, but she wasn't ashy. I'm just like, just use the same color on both characters. What are you doing? Like, no one's going to pick the ashy black DJ, kid. DJ, skin colors exist. They're the variations. I mean right nah based off of mine we are we not all, a monolith we all the same skin color right now what y'all talking about you need to get some new you know, <laughs> date your prescription <laughs> if this game actually comes together like this trailer showed off it is probably will be the best pokemon game ever made mm. yep like game of generation I, I've always pushed back against changing what Pokemon is because I think inherently the like the charm of Pokemon is in its shape and form. But those games have never been able to push the boundaries of AAA because of the nature of where they've been built on. Mm-hmm. Nope. This looks like the AAA Pokemon game that I have always dreamed of. And they do the smart thing. Instead of trying to make every Pokemon an individual playable character, they're like, no. They're going to be AI characters that fight with you yeah. while you yourself have a insane amount of abilities, actions, and skills that you can use, like skateboarding, like rollerblading, ho- rollerblading, skydiving. Look like Jesse Radio. Oh my god, I was so excited. Hook shotting in midair. Yes. So here's the thing, though. That the hook shot, like essentially what what Doki V or Doki Five or Doki is, it's Pokemon um, gameplay aesthetics with Monster Hunter controls in the Black Desert game engine. So the Black Desert game engine is probably one of the best looking game engines, like to date right now. They're like years ago they put out a thing about the character creator and how it was like yeah, and they, and they broke insane. out the character creator. As its own separate thing. Yeah. Pearl Abyss been cooking. Pearl Abyss been in that hyperbolic time chamber saying we got something for that ass. The only thing, though, is that there was no release date attached to this at all. Yeah. So there's this game coming out in 2027. (laughs) Like it right now. Right now, it's this game and it's Crimson Desert. Oh, wait. 
Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely waiting. I got nothing else to do but wait. Look, I'll look, wait. look. I'll <laughs> say this. Pokemon game about to be ass. I'll wait. <laughs> if they land um Dokvi and Crimson Desert and they're able to do Witcher and Pokemon better than both, then I mean Boy, boy, that mm, that'd be saying something. Like mm-hmm. so and there's a separate conversation about this, how the Asian studios are really starting to find their place and really starting to like push well, not in a different direction. Asians, say non-Japanese as well. Mine, mine is Japanese. Yeah, yeah. Mine is Japanese because, you know, the market started with them. But like yeah. Korea, China. China. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, like this this trailer. Oh, my. I was I was so happy for this trailer. Like, yeah, it's one of those things where like I am, as you guys may know, I'm a pretty critical person and oh really yeah yeah i i often don't wear that on my sleeve too much but yeah i i can be especially when he talks about gundam yeah or controls like you know yeah because he's not critical of gundam at all i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah so this game just just gave me so much life and i enjoy i i I watched the trailer like maybe three times it was it was easily the most well-received trailer of the entire event The weirdest part about this trailer after actually, I caught it the first time and I was like, that's weird. But then everything else just kind of like maybe not think about it too much. The weird part about this trailer is that there is a section in this trailer where the um, one of the main characters does like a Sailor Moon thing and she turns into an adult mm-hmm. woman. Yeah, she I'm turns like, into a, a Korean pop star. Mm hmm. What? 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 Whatever. Uh, the game. Uh, I'm going to see what the Black Creepy Anime, baby. <laughs> Anime, well, baby. Manwa. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, you're right. You're right. But no, it's uh, like, okay, so. Uh, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, no, uh, like, I was just want to shout out to the theme song. I'm slowly but surely getting into K-pop because of just video games and Korea's influence on modern video games now, especially free-to-play okay. content. And uh, that fucking song combined with that trailer, chef's kiss. Moving on. I, I must say that, yes, I actually really like that. Uh, that song as well uh next game far cry 6 you guys what do you think about this it's it's a game that's coming out same same opinion since the e3 job <laughs> same opinion yep. i i have had no new thoughts about this game <laughs> all right <laughs> all right uh blood hunt i don't remember what well that was that weird game where like what i thought it was oh it was i remember this vamp uh, like a sequel yes. to vampire I thought it was going to be a sequel to Vampire. No, it's a multiplayer, multiplayer vampire game. Yeah. All right. Uh, the next game was, well, it didn't really show much. It was Horizon Zero Dawn Forbidden West. It was, it, yeah, it was Sony coming out and saying what people have already leaked months ago, that it was being pushed. And at the same time, it was them also saying, hey, we're also putting out a 60 FPS patch for Horizon on PS5. Yeah, it was really weird that this announcement came here versus their state of play. Uh, that kind of made me think, okay, well, maybe they're not going to do a state of play or maybe they will do a state of play and just now they got this information out. They don't have to really talk about that, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, at this point, the actual um, Gamescom kind of started losing steam. So these last couple of ones we have replaced, which was shown during the Xbox, yeah. right? baby (laughs) so this is the game that um what was that game that never came out because of controversy but it's not the last night 
No, I know it's it's not the last night, but I'm saying that this takes every bit of excitement that I had for the last night Uh, and just allows it to continue because the last night they messed up their own bag for being trash. So replaced looks exactly like what I was hoping the last night would be. And I am very excited for the possibility of this because between this and Hellblade, I might mess around and end up getting an Xbox. Wow. Oh, yeah, I was supposed you to give that, you my Jordan? Xbox. My bad, OG. Uh-oh. Well, I mean, no time like the present, my guy. <laughs> you mean Xbox One or an Xbox Series? Which are you looking at? I'm not getting no Xbox One. Don't, don't bring right. that bad juju in my house. You can get an Xbox 360. I heard they're a cheaper. I'm going to throw you into the street. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see you later, and I'm throwing you into the street. <laughs> All right. Uh, the next game. Oh, I, I just have the Elden Ring Awards um, highlighted because Elden Ring won Best PlayStation Game Dude, Award. I didn't even realize they were doing awards. Yeah, until like halfway through. I'm like, so weird. That's so weird. Like, so, okay. But um, on, on the topic of Elden Ring. Elden Ring looks so fucking dope. It looks so fucking dope. Like, mm-hmm. as someone who's a Souls fan, like, yeah. nothing makes me more excited than Elden Ring right now. Mm-hmm. Just like it's coming out in January because they also pretty much gave out the release date as well around right. this time. Uh, yeah, it's Elden Ring's gonna be great. I'm gonna enjoy it. No one else is. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot. I'm gonna get Elden Ring and I'm gonna actually play that one. I'm gonna dedicate my times to it more than I did for Bloodborne. So I'm gonna do that. I'll enjoy it through you guys. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Crossfire. Crossfire. I didn't know there were monsters in this game. Yeah, I came out of nowhere. Yeah, I I was so confused by this because I was like, "What is this?" And Crossfire has like superpowers. Like what? What's? I mean, like what what we've been shown in terms of the single player content was a you know process CGI extended trailer and only snippets of quote unquote single player gameplay with the guy or gal shooting down a corridor, a dark corridor, of a guy. But um, yeah, what Remedy? Because Remedy is controlling the single player component. There is another studio that's not Remedy controlling the multiplayer component. Remedy said oh, that the yeah. single player component was done. We're just waiting for multiplayer to be done. And then they'll release it. But it still has the full intent to be released sometime this fall. But fall yeah. is literally in three weeks. So yeah. hopefully yeah. they figure it out. We'll see. And it's free on Game Pass. All right. Check it out. Oh, true, true, true. And the last game we're going to talk about is Sifu because that just got Sifu. shown again, and it looked really good. It's badass. It looked really good. All the uh, the only issue that it comes out two sure days before is it after. I think it comes out a week either before or after Horizon. Yeah, it's really close to Horizon launch, and it's just like guys, you gotta, with that. you gotta move that date. Like that is you not. Gotta, see, you gotta move that date. Yeah, like, <laughs> see, was like, no, I've died many generations to release. Yeah, I have to do it now. <laughs> I will I not be it. swayed by the white men. <laughs> okay, here, here's Seafood's problem. It's like, first of all, white one thing, one thing that this game cop told us is that the first quarter of 2022 is going to be fucking insane. Yeah, uh, yeah. it's. Elden Ring is in like the tail end of January, and then immediately it's Horizon Forbidden West. Four days after, it's the next Destiny Destiny expansion, Sifu. Mm-hmm. Uh, then three days after that, it's Saints Row. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you guys though remember um, in 2020 when we thought that uh, you know 2020 was going to be insane. 
I don't believe any of this anymore. So <laughs> I believe that some of those games are coming out on time, but I don't believe all of them are. Yeah, we'll see which ones make that cut. <laughs> yeah, Horizon's coming out on time. I mean, yeah, Horizon may move like around a, a little bit. Seafood will probably move. Yeah. Elden Ring. Based on the way how From Software works, I think Elden Ring's gonna hit that date. Yeah. Uh, we gonna see. George R. R. Martin's yeah, like, see. I don't care. I write all of my work while on the toilet. <laughs> Apparently, George R. R. Martin's not. George, all George did was write the World Bible to this. All the work is uh, Hidetaki Miyazaki in the, his team. Yep, figured mm. that out. So, like, mm. Martin's been out of this project for like since it, it was announced he was working on it. Yep. Yeah. Cool. They just needed his name to draw eyes. <laughs> okay. Um, with that being said, that is our uh, hefty heavy hitter. So we are going to do a quick what we've been playing, and then we're going to end this uh, honky episode. Are we going to do a word from our sponsors, or are we going? Oh yeah, you know you. We should do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now uh, we have a word from our sponsors. That's you, Marcus. Uh, word from our sponsors, Southwest Airlines. Get me to California safe. Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Clean! You're double faxed up. You're fine. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everyone. Have you been enjoying this episode so far? Would you like to make sure you keep getting the best laughs, latest news, most fire takes? Then we're going to need your help. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our show. And if you have, tell three people about the podcast. Could be strangers, could be friends, could be loved ones, hated ones. Who cares? Every little bit helps. After you've done that, please follow us on Facebook at Press X number two start. At Instagram at Press X number two start. And Twitter, Press X number two S. And now on our YouTube page at Press X to start TV. If you've done all these things, well done. Your real one. And we're back. Now it is time to talk about what we have been playing. Uh, Jordan, what have you been playing? Uh, I just completed The Ascent. Okay. And while looking at other people and all the Reddit boards talking about this game, there was many complaints about the difficulty spike associated with it. Interesting. I recognize that, but that occurs if you do not equip a specific item that basically turns your character into a mech and that is invincible for a long period of time. Without that perk, without that skill, this game is almost unbeatable single player wise. That's but that skill is very broken. That's but it's pretty cool though, you know. I have I don't even Sorry? I have no context for anything that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like it, it was it was a fun game. Uh, I'm, I'm between like a seven point five and maybe an eight, more of a seven point five. The story got better at the end of it mm-hmm. as it, like you really started seeing the world of the ascent and all the um, biomes. Like there's like this ritzy biome that like okay. mostly you're in the dark, but once you get to the sky level, like every you know Ghost in the Shell, Cyberpunk esque, the rich people live in the skies and the poor people live in the sewers and shit like that. Right, it right, was right. cool seeing that. That bond was actually fairly beautiful. Interesting. But yeah, I beat it. It's done. In the rear view. I'm not going to play it again. Um, I have played 12 minutes and Avery warned me of a certain that? point. Yeah. I hit that point and I took a break because <laughs> that shit came out of nowhere. 
And I'm not going to go into details. Maybe someone out there might be playing themselves. I think it's worth finding out for yourself what happens. But they did not have to go there. I don't think it's worth finding out. Did not. It, they did I, not I, will, I will spoil it right now and just let Jordan veto. I, I, did, I, did not, I did not beat the game, but I got to the point when he's like, I'm this to you. And I was like, all right. So you can spoil that. Oh, okay, yeah. So if you've heard of any of the discourse around 12 minutes, people talk about its ending being awful and its twist being awful. The twist is that the main character and his wife are brother and sister. Hey, yo, what the fuck? <sighs> surprise incest, surprise incest. I was like, all right. I, I said that loud. <laughs> uh, the neighbor's probably heard me. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I love white people, man. And, and because uh, of the nature yeah. of the like, white people be on some shit. I never begrudge <laughs> anyone the storytelling decisions and choices, but because of the way the narrative of this game is told and the way the characters interact oh and what the, the thing that they're trying to explore, it doesn't come off as very palatable. Yeah, it just comes off like a really uh, okay. This is bad. I just got a question, uh, uh, my man McAvoy and um, old girl who played Ray. I got a question them reading this script and being like, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> well, Willem Dafoe's performance is good. Jane McAvoy's performance is good. Dizzy Ridley, she's not there. So, she's not there. So wait, um, her, so wait. Her acting's been complaining by many directors and it's not great. Is the cop that kills you, is he just against incest? Like, without... What, what, no, what? he's just... Is he the hero? Yeah. <laughs> Jordan hasn't finished the game, so I'm not going to spoil the end of the game. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. But the cop's role in this game is more in line... It's... It goes really deep into the game's meta narrative, which is neither here or there for me. I, I twelve minutes, like twelve minutes <laughs> of the game where like I applaud this is the game that exists. I applaud the way it was like designed. I don't think its narrative is there, and I think there are some poorly designed aspects of it. Mm. Yeah, I'm right. I'm right there, Avery, on this one. This is sitting at about a seven point five. Also, we'll see how it finishes and how I feel about it at the end of it. I dropped that whole point value. <laughs> <laughs> God dang. Yeah, they're kind of. You're right. You're right. But um, what has been a palate cleanser to 12 minutes is Psychonauts 2. Hey. Uh, as a reminder, I did beat Psychonauts 1 earlier this year, mm-hmm. like early this summer, actually, just to, you know, prepare myself. There are many people playing Psychonauts 2 without even playing Psychonauts 1, and that's totally fine. We got ourselves a guided contender right here. In my opinion, this is a game of the year contender because of the narrative that they're choosing and though aesthetically it may feel like you know like oh this is a kid's game there were moments in the story where your main character who's like um very much so into being a psychonaut quote-unquote and trying to be the best psychonaut he's a big nerd for the psychonaut organization which is basically like the cia of all mental combat essentially Mm-hmm. And what he's done, at least in this part of the game, was he used his powers in a selfish way. Though narratively it was moving it forward, the way the people he affected communicated it to him and their delivery as voice actors triggered my anxiety, essentially. Oh, interesting. Because like, you find yourself in situations where you think you're doing good, you think you're doing the right thing, you're so overly ambitious that you overreach and Uh, take away someone's liberty to make choices yeah Mm -hmm. and this is a very good game as i I mean like this this game hits on anxiety 
it hits on our decision-making skills in relation to morality, our personal moralities, goals, and objectives based on a specific situation. And it does it in the most sincere way to which is not poking fun of people mm-hmm. with mental impediments, with mental deficiencies, or, you know, with anxiety or chronic mental illness, but it sheds light on what people can go through, even if they haven't been diagnosed. So it's, this game is going to be on many people's game of the year list. So yeah, I'm, um, I'm, I'm truly enjoying this game. Psychonauts and the combat is great. You know, all that stressing, but the core narrative is just very strong. Okay. That's Simon Pine. Good endorsement. Avery, you go. Oh, cool. Cool means I was just waiting on someone to acknowledge. I, <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I also been playing Psychonauts too. I remember playing Psychonauts ages ago, the original one back in the PS2 games, PS2 era. The game never grabbed me back then because I think it was, I think the platforming in comparison to a game like Jack, because like back in the day, if you played on PlayStation, you were either a Jack or a Ratchet fan. I was a Jack fan. I thought the platforming in Jack was great. Uh, so I never really loved Psychonauts 1 that much. I, when I knew I was getting 2, I bought Psychonauts 1 again just so I could make the comparisons that Jordan is making. And wow, Psychonauts 1 does not age well. <laughs> like it's a fun, it's a <laughs> yeah. fun game, but wow, yeah. it does not age well. And it makes Psychonauts 2 seem like a monumental leap in just like, just gameplay and world uh, like design. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I will compliment that to all. And I've quote unquote beaten the first world and I'm in the process of completing the, uh, completing the objective where you're supposed to interact with three different versions of a certain character. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there too. Yeah, okay, cool. I'm so right there too. Place. I will say that I think the game's design is just on par, like some of the best stuff I've ever seen. Like its aesthetic works in creating a really cool, interesting world where everything is always like completely new and fresh. That being said, I hate the aesthetic of Psychonauts. Like I think the Rasputin character is really well designed, but everyone else seems subhuman in a way that like bothers me. And especially when those characters are supposed to be identifiable, the person of color, I'm like, okay, I don't like this at all. Oh, like not nothing racist, but like mm-hmm. when your main character is running around with five fingers on his hands, and then everyone else is running around with three, <laughs> and I'm like, oh, interesting. That's a choice. Lopsided faces where one eye is higher than the lower. It's like. It's like, I don't like its aesthetic design in regards to its characters. In its world, I think it's fantastic. Mm. Its platforming is a little bit frustrating, but I think it's, mm-hmm. compared to the last one, it's way better. Uh, there are a lot of sequences in which the game doesn't properly uh, illustrate to you what things you can and cannot do. Like, there's a, Jordan, there's a sequence in which you're, you need to get to a mine. And I was in that area of like 30 minutes before I realized that there's a fucking mushroom that you, you're supposed to hit and it's supposed to launch, yeah, jump you, on, launch yeah. you forward. And I'm like, okay, this, is, <laughs> this, this, this could be communicated better. Uh, I think it's combat is okay. Mm-hmm. Like I, fighting in this game isn't my favorite thing because like enemies have super weird animation frames where like I don't, the dodging isn't precise enough for me and then enemies don't operate in a way in which like, I feel like I can fight them from a melee standpoint. And then to that point, there are challenge missions in the game where, like, I, I rely a lot on telekinesis as a thing. Because I don't think melee is super strong in this game. Especially when an enemy can, like, one-shot you. Like, take out a brain and a half in a single hit. And lo- more and more of those enemies start showing up later on. And, like, and there are areas in which your telekinesis just doesn't work. Like, you can't pick up anything. And, like, that's, this kind of sucks. 
is that a critique on gameplay or is that like a bug? It's a critique on gameplay. Okay. There's okay. certain sequences in the game that sort of take away your full arsenal of abilities. Like, I think oh, gotcha. Kind of, especially when what telekinesis is your most basic, and they kind of take that away from you. I'm like, this kind of sucks. I'm really liking the game, though. That's why everything I just said, I'm really liking the game. I need to play it more before I start giving it the game of the year conversations. But I do see where it's shaping up to be, and if it follows that trajectory, I'm like, okay, this would be super interesting. Uh, what was my last thing? I think if there's one thing going against this game for me right now, and it's not on the game, it's me, is that it hasn't hit that point where I'm just ravenous for it. Mm-hmm. Like, right. I know I'm in love with a game where I just sit there for a full weekend, and that's all I'm doing and all I'm playing for. Gotcha. Right, and this, yeah. I, I haven't hit that point with this game, and I'm not sure if I will hit that, but I'm, I'm excited to keep playing it going forward. Gotcha. I also played Apex Legends. Yay, new season, uh, new <laughs> season starting now, controller players rejoice, uh, and what else was I doing? Just Hades, just Hades things. Okay, okay. Um, so, I'm assuming that I should be okay to talk about this. Uh, I mean, no one's listening to your yeah. Riders Republic bullshit. Right, right, it's, right. It's okay at five minutes. So, I, uh, <laughs> at this point, yeah, you know, people usually tail off anyway. So, um, yeah, so I actually got to play the Riders Republic beta, right? Um, I signed up for the closed beta, I got into the closed beta, and then they opened the beta up. So essentially, I'm, I played the open beta. Um, this game is really, really interesting. It's interesting in the way that it gives me all of the bro, like, cool snowboarding extreme sports vibes that I got from, like, SSX. But it is very much so more of, if y'all remember, three extreme or like the, the extreme sports games than SSX. And it's, it's one of those things where I enjoyed my time playing it. I enjoyed the things that I was doing with it. I just wanted more of the personality that you get in the hub world from the characters into the actual stages themselves. So in the stages, it's very much so like real life. Apparently, it's like real life. Um, um, parks that they uh, put into the game, which is cool. Like some of the downhill bike racing stuff is like really like, oh, this is crazy. Like you're on top of a mountain going down the middle of the mountain and it's just like, oh, this is really cool. Um, yeah, the the main sticking point, uh, uh, Sean, who's not on the cast right now, if obviously you can tell, uh, he jumped into the beta and he said he deleted it immediately after because he just didn't jive with the controls. The controls are probably the biggest factor to this game because you're doing bite riding you're doing snowboarding you do rocket wing which is like essentially a squirrel screw with with wings um and then you get a like squirrel suit as well so you have four individual things they all control kind of differently and there are some races called mass races where you um, compete with 64 other quote-unquote people it's a mix of um, bots and other, you know, people online. Uh, actually, no, no. I think that is a, a, a bunch of people online. I want to say it's a bunch of people online. Um, but yeah, you are like switching between the sports at like certain checkpoints throughout the race. And when I first did it, I ran to an issue where it did bike riding to snowboarding to rocket suit back to bike riding. And when I went from bike riding, I want to know when I went from snowboarding to rocket suit, it was very jarring because the, um, you know, the up and down inverted essentially because you're 
essentially flying a, a character like a plane, right? So that was really tough for me, and I actually had to go into the options and switch it back so it just worked like up goes up, down goes down. But I think I want to say that from my time playing the rocket suit, the rocket wing was probably the type of game that needed the most polish. Um, it didn't necessarily feel that good. I always felt like I was close to the checkpoint, but I wasn't, or I wasn't close to the checkpoint and I was. The, 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 depth, the depth of view just wasn't where I wanted it to be to actually feel enjoyable. The other thing was the wingsuit was also kind of weird too. I ran into an issue where I was doing the tutorial of the wingsuit and it wanted me to like uh, fly upwards and I just couldn't do it for some reason. I was pressing the buttons. It just wasn't working. It, 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 was, it was more so a gameplay thing than a bug thing. But um, that's that. In terms of the snowboarding, which is why I came to this game from the start, it's pretty good. Um, I think, again, I am wanting that SSX game, and this is not it. This is essentially built off of Steep, and I think I played like five minutes of Steep, because I remember looking at that, and I, I didn't enjoy my time in there. But this is an evolution of that, and I, I feel like this does Steep better. Overall, I think the game is good. I am most likely going to get this game when it comes out in October, I think. It got delayed to October. But yeah, you know, if you, if you like snowboarding games, if you like racing games, this is probably a game for you. Jordan, I actually think you would really enjoy this game. Why? Because, why would you think because you... After, after all the bad things you just said about it, why in God's name <laughs> do you think I'd enjoy this game? Because you have an appreciation for racing games. And I think I this is a... You do. And, and this is a very good racing game. You also have an appreciation for SSX. And I think this is the closest we're going to get to an SSX game. And on top of all of that, there's... From what I played, there are two multiplayer modes. One mode is like a free-for-all trick battle or whatever. The other mode is a two-team competitive snowboarding mode where you are in a theme park, kind of similar to like an SSX track, and you essentially have to do tricks on ramps and rails to... Uh, it's like graffiti and, and Tony Hawk, where like you own this ramp or this rail until the other team does a trick and it like paints the, the ramp or rail their color. And essentially, you want to own as many things in the park for a certain amount of time to get the most points. And essentially, whoever wins at the end, you know, wins because they whatever. But yeah, like it was really cool. I, I think out of the people here and just in our cast or whatever, you would probably enjoy this game as well. Uh, no, I think I'll probably just play SX3 on Xbox Series X again with uh, Mac. I mean, you could. <laughs> you could, but... Jeez. I'll give it a look see. I'll give it a look see. It's open beta. It it's open beta. So like you can, you know, jump into that and right. it's not gonna do anything but take some of your hard drive space and you got a lot of that to spare. I do. Mr. Terabytes over there. Yeah, uh, uh that's pretty much it. You know, Genshin Impact and Gundam, I'm not gonna talk about that. Marcus, you go. All right. To wrap things up, I will try to keep things brief. Uh one, uh played Overwatch, which I always play. Mm. The only reason I want to bring that up this week is uh, yesterday I played with uh, my general group that I play with and in the group that ego with me every week. Wow. They don't ego you at all. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. What, that, what does that mean? Uh, just explain egoing. It's when uh, they all play and I don't get the invite and it's clear I want the invite, but I just oh, don't get the invite. So oh, it's like, wow. It's clear. <laughs> wow. The hard thing is 
we had a six stack, so there was no way to uh, invite anyway. But I, if 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 there was space, I would have. I'm sorry. But basically, the only reason I want to bring like, it up it's like, is it's not like you haven't forgotten the last time you were on the podcast, the revelation that you made to me and how that has straight up never happened. But I forgive you because you're going through a lot. Let's move on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I said we're going to finish the game. I didn't say when. But um, so, yeah, oh, uh, only reason to bring it up is because uh, we ended up playing another six stack and we ended up playing like four or five games back to back against said six stack. And wow. the first time we played them, we were just messing around and we were playing like all healers on open queue and we got rolled. Yikes. <laughs> but we were just messing around. We got grouped up with them again. And we were like, all right, let's actually play. And then we wiped them. And then they got grouped up with us again. And so it became like a turf war thing. Like we were going gang warfare <laughs> against each other. And we washed them like three extra times. And then the last time they beat us and they all left. Oh, wow. <laughs> so we were like, we were like, oh, all right, y'all was trying to get y'all win back. Yep, I see how yep. it is. Oh, man. But it was funny because we played them so many times. We were like, man, I wish you could like communicate with them. We could be rivals like we could <laughs> we could be friends and rivals. But obviously that didn't happen. But yeah, so Overwatch, same thing as always. I played Dead by Daylight for the first time. Yeah, I saw this. Wow. Why? Because, um. It's probably a Doug thing. Either Doug or Larissa thing. It, yeah, it was um, Larissa, who is a friend of mine mm. and my girlfriend Annie's best friend. Mm. But also some of the um, members of the Overwatch crew also play it. And so they've been trying to get Annie and I to get it for a while. And it was on sale recently. So I was like, all right, I'll get it. Okay. And they finally wrote me into playing and played, I think, three games, not counting the tutorial stuff. And... I was kind of sleeping like, you know, the game is it's it's very double A. It's not, you know, the most polished thing in the world, yeah. but it's pretty fun. Mm -hmm. um, OK. And we lost the first two games, but the third game and the last game before we switch over to Overwatch, we actually got out. So I, it was it was a fun experience. Did you get a chance to play as a killer? No, uh, the only time I played as a killer was in the tutorial. Um, okay, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So we were survivors the entire so who, time. Who'd you who'd you survive against? Which killer was it? The first game we played, it was against, uh, <laughs> you never survived then, but, um, the first game I think was against Ghostface, which was very Ghostface scary. Ghostface killer? Cause he's bulletproof wallets. Yeah. They're stealth type. Oh. Uh, so <laughs> it's very unnerving because at any point in time you can just lose track of them and then they'll just show up behind you again and slash you oh, and you're on the hook. Yeah. Um, the second time I believe it was against uh, Pyramid Head, which really messed with me Ooh. because I am terrified of Pyramid <laughs> Head. So yeah, that so was rough. Oh, and then the third time it was against uh, some plague monster that could like vomit on you in like if you get hit with her black vomit, then you are poisoned. And so you have to go to a water fountain, drink from that, and then it will heal you and remove the sickness. But if you don't do that, you can't get recovered by any of the teammates. Oh, um, and then if she drinks the water fountain, then she'll get red vomit. And that actually damages you rather than poisons you. But that was the one we got away on. 
and it was pretty fun. I had a good time. I, I got to say that that description there just kind of looked like you were just making things up as you went. <laughs> but I believe Dead, you. <laughs> Dead by Daylight is such a wild game right now. It is. It is. Um, but nope, that I, I wish I was making it up, but nope. And then the last thing I played was the Tales of Arise demo because DJ told me that it was yep. out. So I jumped on that because I used to be a really big Tales fan. Um Especially Tales of Symphonia. Yeah, started making all the game for Xbox. Exactly. But uh, I, I put in like stupid hours into Tales of Symphonia mm-hmm. back on GameCube. Um, but Tales of Arise is coming out now. It feels very dated in that classic JRPG way where they still don't really do cutscenes per se and they do kind of like the motion thing like light novel style where they have like stationary image but then there's like a voice coming through and everything and you know it it is what it is but the fight mechanics still are very fun okay that is exactly how i wish genshin impact played and i actually have it's one of the reasons why I was going to say, I actually have the demo on my PS5, and Mm -hmm. I wanted to play that just to actually get that comparison between that and Genshin Impact. Yeah, because Genshin, for all of its amazing exploration, which Genshin has better exploration than Tails. Mm -hmm. Um, Tails does have open world to it, but you could tell that there is a limit on how far you can go. Not saying that it's a small world, but it's you can open, definitely it, see it's the open limitation. corridor. Gotcha. It's open corridor. Exactly. Open world. And so that's a bit disappointing, but the action in Genshin impact got old to me really quickly, mm. even with being able to switch in and out between characters, because for some reason it just still felt like the same thing with slightly different powers and especially mm. when with how many characters are in the game, it's like, OK, this person has a different variation of this other person's book powers or this person has another variation of this other person's sword powers. And it's just like, I don't need all these characters like this doesn't need to be that expansive okay, in terms okay. of how many choices you have. I, I, I Where is this? I will, I will, real mm. quick, just a, a slight pushback, but it, like I will say that. The beauty, but the also um, frustrating aspect of Genshin Impact is it's one of those games where you have to spend time with it. And once you spend time with it, you will see the differences between the characters on the face of it. It's like, oh, this character does lightning. Oh, this character does fire. But like, that's one of the issues that I have with Genshin is that you like on the face of it, it's like, oh, this is a magic user. The, this person, the magic users kind of do the same thing but their talents and their abilities are different. And that's like what separates. Oh yeah. Them. So yeah, I'm, I, I totally get what I'm you're kind saying. Of generalizing. Yeah, yeah. 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 Cause I think the biggest thing is the fact that there are so many characters yeah, and I feel yeah. like it's unnecessary Yeah, because there's only, but so much variety, even with the perks, when you have that many characters in the game and you have to start all of them from level one to get to see where they're special. I'm like, yeah. that's, that's, ridiculous. that's, that's yeah. That, um, that part is frustrating. And another it's, also, with Ayla coming out, I was just like, all right, I got to make sure I can level her up. Right. To, yeah. But if Genshin played like Tails or Star Ocean or that type of like highly kinetic action mm. while still being sort of not really turn based, but it's definitely not like Final Fantasy or Kingdom Hearts either. OK. Um, If it played like that, I would probably still be playing Genshin Impact. Okay. But I'm gonna try it out. Tails. Try it out. After the demo. 
I don't know if I drop full price on this just mm. because there's still very dated aspects of it. But when it's on sale, I might mess around and check it out. Yeah. Watcha. But that's it. All right. Well, that has been our chunky episode of our Press X to Start podcast episode. Yeah, I said it again. Oh, what? Uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode. Much so enjoy making it. Don't forget to rate reviews on your favorite podcasting app because every little bit counts. Yes, it does. Uh, if you miss any of this, you can find all the details and more on our website at pressxnumber2start.com. Don't forget to go to our YouTube page, which is just to search Press X to Start TV, or you can go to pressxnumber2start.com slash YouTube. Either way, we'll get you there to our content, our beautiful, beautiful content, and you must check it out because if you don't, I will find you and I will tickle you. No, no, that's worse. Yes, it is. It is worse. Yes. That's why I said it. He's got long fingers too, so you don't want that. Long fingers. Mm, (laughs) (laughs) Well, until next time, uh, you take care and you be safe and uh, make sure you wash your hands and don't cough in front of people's faces. It's gross. Yeah. Don't do any of that. Peace. Uno out. (laughs) 